So just a small five minute exercise on the sense of touch. Touch sense. So the easiest thing is just your hands because they're you know <laughs> you've got two hands. Uh, so just um, bringing in your lap just bring your fingertips together like this I'm holding them up you don't have to hold them up just want to show you what to do so both sets of fingertips are touching you can place them so your arms are relaxed uh, and notice can you sense touching can you sense the experience of touch okay all the fingers sense the, every finger touching another finger is that there for you mm -hmm. thumb tips touching how is that now it's probably you know, not disagreeable it's okay but just notice the, the sensitivity the acuteness sensitivity there the sensations of touch may be just subtly fluctuating and you can probably discern with some attention you can discern <coughs> qualities maybe of warmth or slight moistness perhaps tiny vibrations you know, blood or whatever touch very acute sense And notice, say, hands are equally touching each other. Right? And in your awareness, just see if you can just get that, that, those sensations there and just gently rub away the impression of body, meditation hall. So what's left is just those that touch experience even try to see if you can gently erase the sense of hands so you just have these this experience of touch and you don't know even don't need to know what is touching what and explore different any differences in that of in that sense fluctuate pulses tingles
Now let the impression of the hands come back into your awareness and experience the sensations of touch in the fingertips they're touching each other, the thumb tips and what about the rest of the finger each finger extending your awareness from the more strongly sensed aspect area lines of sensation and the palms of the hands subtler and in the palms of the hands which are not touching not touching anything can you experience something there that tells you you have palms of hands I'd like you to um, be a little more active in your right hand which one of those experiences is your right hand these fields of sensation without looking not looking down and the experience of sensation somehow you can detect right hand, left hand the body seems to remember that now with your right hand touching the left hand touching the left fingertips start to push a little bit just increase, just very slowly just a little bit pressing with the right hand on the left fingertips pressing and what's happening do it slowly enough carefully enough notice the differences in the in the right hand in the left hand sensations pressing and build it up it's a fairly firm not painful but firm pressure enough that you can sustain it it's not some manageable you can you can push with you can keep that going for a few minutes without straining yourself right hand quite strong bring your attention into your left hand 
bring your attention to your left hand fingertips, fingers, palm exploring your left hand, the palm of the hand Extending effect in your left wrist. And as far as you can sense, up your left arm. Any sensation, any effect, any energy that feels connected to the fingertips of the left hand if you can take it as far as your elbow or the crook of the arm as far as you can sense the sensation or the energy is travelling effects and stay there and sensing the overall quality of the experience Fields. And then come back slowly down the arm to the fingertips, the left hand. Forgetting the arm, forgetting the wrist. Noticing how that feels, the overall sense of the impression, overall feeling associated with the same set of sensations. <coughs> and slowly let that pressure subside. Staying in the same area, how the experience of the hands changes, perhaps, and the overall feeling, say the mental feeling, perhaps some relief or lightness, 
compare it with something perhaps more intense. And when it's lighter, is it as acute as sensitive? Is it sensitive, still a sensitive? Or does it require a lot of pressure before you can feel anything, any sensation? Then you can check it out again. Check it out when it's first just quite light pressure, just touching each other, sensitivity, and then expanding that sensitivity into include the entirety of both hands. And then perhaps increasing the pressure of one hand on the other. Sensation changes and how that feels say you know, like more intense easier pleasant unpleasant and expanding your awareness to include the effects as up your arm and what happens say you're aware of the entire span that effect from the elbow down into the fingertips. Let that subside and so so I notice to do that the surprise perhaps that the sensitivity of the fingertips that while that's there with that quite a a lot of other things disappear from my awareness. It's just that. And actually, the other impressions of the body tend to disappear. Um, it's just those sensitivity becomes quite acute. And as, you, we, as I give attention to it, that sensitivity expands to fill my awareness. When I push, sensitivity remains the same, but the sensations change. Feeling slightly less agreeable, less peaceful. 
and I extend my awareness from the elbow down to the fingertips quality of feeling changes it doesn't feel so intense sensations may be the same but the focus because the focus is softer the intensity drops Now, just to kind of add some comments on that in the larger perspective, I'll notice that when we are uh, uh, when we meditate, what language you use often is associated with seeing, observing, watching, witnessing. It's a, it's, a, it's a language of the eyes and naturally we operate through the eyes and the eyes have a particular way of operating they discern within the field of visual awareness they discern a particular shape within that and they sort of rest of it goes fuzzy or it recedes you know, the attention in the visual field does that pick out a particular detail the rest of the field sort of loses its intensity um, with the visual sense what occurs which we probably never remark upon but obviously is the sense of space distance it's there, I'm here it's there, I'm here yeah, certain, that's always there isn't it the experience of distance is there now do the eyes create distance? Where, where's, how can you know distance? How do you sense distance? <laughs> is it a sensation? Or what was it, what's this, this thing called distance? What is that? We all know what that means. We feel perhaps quite removed. If you, things get closer, where things get very close to, to you, you probably feel a little more quality, the tonality of your heart changes. It's coming close to you, right? You know the distance is disappearing. Uh, sooner or later it's going to touch and everything becomes heightened, right? Recedes, appears to recede. Oh well, there it goes, fading. Intensity changes. It's the distance. So the eyes and the mind do this and it affects our heart, affects our jitter, affects our awareness. When we touch something, sense of touching, whenever we touch there's no distance. There's no distance whatsoever. Distance is not a feature of touch. It does not occur. What occurs instead, perhaps, is a very acute sensitivity to s even subtle inflections of pressure, 
or warmth. Mm. Very sensitive to because this is touching me, right? So it's very acute in terms of such things as pressure, vibration, um, feeling of intensity, what's a comfortable intensity, what feels too much, tension, relaxing, picks up all these experiences which your eyes can't pick up. You can't do that. Now when you meditate and you maybe try to experience watching, watching your breath, watching your breath, uh, have you ever seen a breath? What do they look like, breaths? Have you seen one? I think I've never seen a single breath. I've been watching my breath for at least 40 years and I've never seen a single one. <laughs> Perhaps it's not a visual object. <laughs> if it's not a visual object, why do I keep trying to see it? <laughs> Surely this is foolish. <laughs> Since it's not a visual object, it's not going to be that easy to see, is it? And it will always give me a sense of distance and not particularly sensitive to <coughs> subtler effects. I can see shape, I can see colour, yeah. I can imagine size, I mean these are all imagined, I can see those things, but I can't sensitise because the eye doesn't feel anything. So the visual sense pretty good at trying to define an object. Useless at sensitivity to the feeling impression. Now what do you think in terms of your experience is more important to you? Uh, how something feels to you? How it affects you? How it moves you? Pleasant, unpleasant, dangerous, threatening, agreeable, disagreeable. Is that important or big, small? Mm. Green, blue. Mm. Which you feel is more important? Which is more where your jitter feels involved, feels activated? Pleasant, unpleasant or big, small? Well, pleasant, unpleasant, I would say. And you know, does that happen through the, the eyes? No. Does it happen through the touch? It cannot not happen through touch. But there's always some sense of slightly agreeable, slightly, and it's got quite fine gradations of, oh, it's okay, it's quite nice, and oh, it's slightly less agreeable, that feels a bit intense. I'd quite like to stop that, not have that happen. That's enough of that. You know, it's not agony, but this, when this passes, it'll be, that'll be a relief. I can relax a bit. That's quite acute. And when that occurs, what happens to your, your chitta? Yeah. It changes, doesn't it? It changes if it's pressured, intense. How does that feel in your chitta? Probably 
yeah, it'd be nice when this is get past this to, you know, something, a, a result where things will be peaceful or comfortable. In other words, disagreeable. Now what's the best way <laughs> to, to stay present with something, sensing it through that base? Probably gently agreeable, mildly agreeable, easy, not intense, uh, certainly not disagreeable, mildly agreeable, just pleasantly agreeable. Okay. Now this is the way we should attune to our body. And this is the way we should attune to our breathing, with that kind of touch sensitivity. Uh, so you can try to get to the sensation, the energies, and as you, if you hold it too hard, then the sensitivity becomes, it's there, but what becomes more dominant is the degree of sensation. If you lighten up, the sensations tend to be less apparent, the sensitivity becomes greater, more apparent, more to the fore, the acuteness. Now, when you try to meditate, do you try to hold on quite hard to your breathing to make sure your mind doesn't waver? Or do you try to hold it lightly? Where's, where's, where's the balance? Where, where does it feel about right? Even if sometimes it slips away. You know? Do you get interested in sensitivity? Just sensitivity for, its, for the sake of sensitivity, because when I'm sensitive, my jitta feels quite uh, serene, quite delicate, quite alive not oppressed, not pushing, not forcing, it, but it feels very acute. It's alive and in, in a mildly agreeable way. Mm. Yeah. So this is what we want to keep returning to, the sense of not just the object, but how we handle the object. Mm. So the point in which the object itself is it's there in order to give us something to handle. It's there so we can experience holding something in the right way. It's not an idea, it's not a theory, it's not a notion, it's not a word, it's not a command, it's a direct felt experience breathing in and out, or whatever your meditation object is. And you, you want it to be there so you can learn the right kind of holding, or handling, or sensitivity. When you're walking, you want to walk so you can be sensitive to walking and make less out of getting it right. Now when you get an idea like getting it right, what does that do to your chitta? Make sure unwavering 
mindfulness is established for the next hour or perhaps the whole retreat unwavering mindfulness constant mindfulness what does that do to your chitta (laughs) so notice how even the mental volition has an effect on your chitta you can sense it if you're already under pressure already a little bit oh I'm going to blow it I can't I mustn't get it you know already the jitter is being affected by that that mental inclination and it's it's losing some of the exquisite sensitivity under the experience of anxiety or fear that you might get it wrong and in that loss of sensitivity what happens you do get it wrong because your mind is no longer so sensitive so it's kind of like it's got stiff and therefore it doesn't quite get all the sensations because it's lost its sensitivity so we oh well try a bit harder Mm, push a bit harder now (laughs) you know how long can you sustain that and as you, as you do so, what happens to your chitta? Tightens up a bit. What happens to the object? I don't know, really, because my sense of the object has become less acute. What I'm more aware of is this pressure to get it right. The pressure of the chitta contracted. And it can be the case that really what I want to do is to feel I'm getting it right that's the most important thing to feel I've arrived at a good state I can hold my head up and say I got there I got it right I didn't lose it for a moment that becomes the background uh, preoccupation of the, of the chitta I want to say I had unwavering mindfulness for an hour I'm good at mindfulness I'm a good meditator I want to get to the end of that retreat or that period of feeling I'm a good meditator but did you notice did you really sense the breath I'm a good meditator but did you feel I'm a good meditator (laughs) you know when does the jitters obsession with becoming something begin to become so strong that we barely we get a a peripheral sense of, of the breathing or the walking and really the dominant trait of that we're experiencing is the sense of trying 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 and probably not quite getting it right trying Mm. so mm. I want to say stop concentrate, stop meditating you know, stop meditating, oh what are we supposed to do play football, run around, no, no <laughs> just sit just see if you can sit still for a while how that feels nothing to do no, no big occupation no achievement to arrive at 
no particular goal. Just take a breather. Yeah, breathe in, breathe out, and see what you can sense in terms of your body, how it is, or your breathing, or your flesh, whatever. See if you can get a sense of that. How is that? You are sensing it, surely. Surely you've got some sense of having a body. It may be nothing that's great or special or Buddhist or whatever. <laughs> but there it is. It's sense of warmth, pressures and, and so what? It's not achieving anything. Uh, good. And so getting the chitta to just drop these agendas and attune this the what we're in touch with and seeing how you can even moderate how you attune to that deeply quietly sensitively you know these are chitter inflections mm-hmm. listening closely stepping back mm-hmm. And finding a place where you're sensitive, the sensitivity, and that is uh, how that feels. And you can just do this with this, like a leg, you know, or a piece of body that isn't causing you too much <laughs> pain. Very neutral piece of body. Like your face or something like that. Faces are very sensitive, so you can focus on your cheeks or how they are and just so you're learning the art of sensitivity and how also how your inclinations your mental inclinations your attitudes affect the whole process and to add to that when we when I've suggested or you perhaps you've been able to in your own uh, time compassion what is that what's that inclination did you get it did you notice it or gladness did you notice that how that felt experience of compassion it's uh, there's no pressure it's expansive it's got an open wide sense to it it's willing to take in that which is disagreeable it doesn't want to run away from it it feels a sense of there's a certain sweetness to it Uh, deep sensitivity there's an emotional current there that is quite sweet when you experiencing can you get that sense that inclination when you experience suffering in your body disagreeable feeling could some of that sense that inclination attend to that
Now if we do a, a rerun and perhaps example, you know, if I feel physical pain, what is the uh, default inclination is, well, I don't want it, do I? I'd be an idiot to want physical pain or some kind of pervert. So when I don't want it, what do you think it just it does when it doesn't want it? It sort of tightens up to avoid that. First of all, shrink away from it. Pain keeps coming. It tightens up to defend itself against that pain. Tightens up, hardens. The, then maybe it starts to get a bit proactive and starts to push into that. Go away, go away, go away. Stop it. Go away, go away, go away. This is the hand pressing, pushing, does that experience intensifies, doesn't it? Makes it more acute. Now, what would it be like if the inclination of something like in the region of compassion, maybe the, again the word might in fact be an obstacle, but just that spreading uh, of the chitta, the heart, in a sense of being willing to be with that which is disagreeable, poignant, hurtful, painful. And a certain sweetness in there. So, can that quality, some of that quality, give attention to physical pain spreading through the body? So then there's a the, the being with, and yet the chitta is not tensing up, not fighting, not blocking, which causes disagreeable inclinations and frustration. It is not um, trying to fight. It finds a place to stand or be, which is not rigid, and it, it's got a certain emotional or heart current to it, fluid. It's not frozen, it's not locked, it's not rigid. And that quality of fluidity has a certain agreeable sense to it. Something quite sweet. This is the way one should perhaps, I suggest, practice with, attend to physical discomfort to give it gets acute to the range in which one can sustain it if it becomes that which one cannot sustain then we try to relieve the physical discomfort by the external means that is moving the body around or whatever could it be attended to internally if it can be yeah. then we try to exercise that <coughs> even more powerfully and to the point and with far better far wider results more far reaching results emotional pain emotional pain Now, what is the re- what is the response to emotional pain? Don't want it. Something's wrong. 
there's something wrong with me uh, this person caused me emotional pain nasty person yeah, something horrible about them after all the, and then the stories and then feeling of oh, I'm still in this emotional pain and not going away in frustration what can I do about it jitter getting agitated uh, losing its strength losing its suppleness feeling oppressed um, thinking um, going back to it again deciding judging oneself judging others uh, feeling more and more flustered and agitated uh, and uh, just try to find someone just do something else and uh, stuck <laughs> jitter collapsing <laughs> oppressed collapsing <laughs> yeah. jitter collapsing breaking up floods yeah. so wherever we can catch that process because this is the kind of thing that happens so wherever there can be a, you know even if it's in a really pretty embarrassing meltdown phase of it all or the flustered definitely lost my cool here could that is it possible even just to stay at that place with the mind extending itself in compassion it's not is there anywhere where one can touch into that to that quality anywhere where that possible extension can occur if you widen it widen the lens with the acknowledgement other people experience this other people experience this perhaps even everybody experiences this widen it are you you know the only one now when we are lost when the jitter is lost its most fundamental source of pain is I'm on my own here, I'm stuck with this, this is me, this is mine, my problem. Then there's really no, the jitter feels friendless, alone, deserted, abandoned with its pain. Just a sense of, well, yeah, 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 without lessening that at all, since others also experience this probably even right now widening widening the lens this is another way of sensing what compassion is about this is why really it's to others as to myself 
Um, this is just a phrase, but widening the lens. Emotional lens. Letting the feeling be felt. Uh, sorrow, whatever it is. Letting that be felt. Widening the lens. Widening the range. 